Quaker Pop Dry Sparkies bring you... Sparky's bring you Terry and the Pirates. What is the strange power of this man Hirachi, the sleepless one? What is the strange power he's able to exert over certain people's minds? And how does he cast his spell? We saw what happened to Dr. Quill, and now again we see what has happened to Terry's half-sister, Ginger Lee. Yes, the man who never sleeps has developed a strange new method of controlling the thoughts of his victim from time to time. And it's up to Pat and Terry and their friends to stop this new danger. So stand by. Oh, here comes Quaker with a bang bang. Right up, 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 bang bang. Quaker puffs like Barkies. The right that shot from guns. Family's favorite breakfast. The right that shot from guns. Quaker puffs like Barkies have vitamins to tell. Easy step to wet the pet. And boy, the taste is well. Here comes Quaker with a bang bang. Hiya, gang. You feeling smart today? Then tell me, what is the best butter in the world? The answer is, ooh, a goat. I wouldn't kid you. Did you say I butter not? Isn't that awful? Well, say, gang, all kidding aside, what do you think of when you hear these three famous words? Shot from guns. Right off the bat, you think of Quaker Puff Wheat Sparkies and Quaker Puff Rice Sparkies. Yes, indeed. That's because shot from guns makes such a downright swell-tasting, ready-to-eat cereal. You see, the Quaker man actually loads giant guns with plump golden wheat or rice. Then, bang, bang, they explode big, crispy, flavory grains eight times normal size. With milk and fruit, there's a bang-up breakfast that's super delicious. For variety, you can eat the Quaker puffed wheat sparkies one time, Quaker puffed rice sparkies the next. And on cold mornings, here's a keen warmer-upper treat in a jiffy. Simply pop them in the oven. They're good for you, too. Furnish restored natural grain amounts of vitamin B1, niacin, and iron. So ask Mother to order both kinds, will you? Quaker puffed wheat sparkies and Quaker puffed rice sparkies. Just remember, they come only in the big Quaker packages that are red and blue. They're the ones for you. We were sitting in the Hong Kong hotel room talking about her. There was Elena, Big Jim Proudhorn, Dr. Quill, and myself. We were worried. No, we were more than worried. We were frightened. Ginger Lee had vanished. We knew beyond a doubt that she was in the hands of Hirachi. Should we go to the police? Should we try and... No. No, let's face it. We didn't know which way to turn. Hirachi was outsmarting us, making us look like stupid, blundering fools. And then there was a knock on the door. He later opened it. Ginger. Ginger? You mean to tell her to come in? Is she all right? Let her stand out there in the hall. You're so worried. What on earth has happened to you? Are you all right? Hello, everybody. I've been shopping. Oh, I think Hong Kong is so exciting. You should have been with me, Elena. Why? What's the matter? What's wrong? Why do you look at me so... 
What you do? Sit down, Ginger. I, uh... We don't know if anything's wrong or not. But where did you go after you telephoned to me? I came over to the lunchroom, but you were gone. I telephoned to you? I don't remember calling you, Mr. Ryan. I knew she wasn't lying. She thought she was telling the truth. Suddenly I got all sort of helpless and sick inside. What, what in the world had happened to her to make her forget the events of the past few hours? Don't you recall I said it, Ginger, do Ryan to meet you at the lunchroom on Tingling Street? I no. Well, do you remember going there? You and the lady in the cab? You left me outside in the cab. You went into the lunchroom alone to see the Chinese owner. No, I don't remember doing that, Elena. Listen, Ginger, this is very important, very. Yes, Mr. Ryan. Suppose you tell us what you did after you left the hotel this morning and take your time. Well, I... Oh, oh isn't that strange? Everything seems to have slipped my mind. But I do remember shopping. Yes, I'm sure I was shopping. I have no parcels. What did I buy? I must have been in a lot of shops buying ever so many things. Did you look at me? What shop? Where? What did you buy? Don't break her. Where did you just come from, Ginger? Just before you came to the hotel? I was shopping. I bought ever so many things. I think Hong Kong is so exciting. You should have been with me, Elena. I was shopping. Yes, I was shopping. Hello, everybody. I, I think Hong Kong what is... What is it, Mr. Ryan? What has happened to her? Is she ill? What is... No, no, wait a second, all of you. Ginger. Ginger, let me have your purse. What? I want to look through it. I know it isn't a gentlemanly thing to do, but the time's passed for such things. I may be wrong, but here's your money. How, how much did you have this morning? I don't know. Uh, anyway, most of it's here. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm looking for this. Uh-huh. We've already heard from Mirachi once today. That note that Elena and I found a few hours ago when we were looking for Ginger. Now, here's a second note, and it's from Mirachi, too. But, now, wait. <clears throat> the first note, here it is in my hand. It says he wants to exchange Ginger Lee for Dr. Quill. And here she is. She's right here, Ryan. What in the name of... What does it all mean? It means that Ginger is doing exactly what Irachi tells her to do. What? Yes. She doesn't remember anything that happened today. How she and Aletta and Terry and Corkin left the hotel. The fight in the lunchroom, the, the police station, nothing of that. Oh, coming back to the lunchroom with me? No, nothing. Except in a vague way, she says she's been shopping. She hasn't been shopping. Somebody told her to tell us that. And that somebody was Irachi. Ginger, what did Irachi? No, what? no, 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 don't, don't ask Ginger. She doesn't know. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You mean Irachi is doing the same thing to Ginger that he did to me? Yes. Yes, I believe you are right, Mr. Ryan. And what does the note say, the one you just found in Miss Lee's purse? Yes, Ryan, read it. Okay, Jim, Dr. Quell, just listen to this. Miss Lee is with you 
but she is still my prisoner. He means he still controls her mind. She will be freed when Dr. Quill joins me. Let him leave the hotel tonight alone. Any attempt to follow him will be fatal to Miss Lee. That's all he said. Well, I don't believe that any man can exert such a powerful influence over... Mother, I can't just my own eyes and ears. Ginger. Ginger, darling. How do you feel? You're not ill, huh? Does your head ache? Let me talk to her, please. Miss Lee, you've been in a sort of fog, a, a mental daze. You don't realize it, of course. Now, look at this note. Whose handwriting is that? So you see, friends, wherever she's been these past few hours, Irachi has been with her. He dictated that note. She wrote it. Yet she doesn't recall doing so. Oh, the man's incredible. How does he manage? I can't believe it. But if he's you, a devil, he and with have... someone like Miss Lee, someone whose mind is honest and unspoiled, well, his method evidently works quickly and surely. Else he wouldn't permit her to return to us. Gentlemen, I've made up my mind. I'm going to Iraqi. Now, wait a minute. has to be ended. I don't care for myself. I don't care anymore. But I'm not going to let this young woman become his victim because of me. Yes, I understand how you feel, Doctor. This case of the man who never sleeps isn't something for the police. Now, we're dealing with a man who's beyond their method. You think we ought to let Quill leave the hotel, then? What else can we do, Jim? I don't want to fool around with this sort of fantastic... Uh, whatever you call it. We're not careful. Irachi will try some more of his mental acrobatics, and there's no coming. Shall I answer it? No, no. Let me. Doctor Quill speaking. Who do you suppose? I understand. I repeat the word, Mandragora. I understand. We watched Dr. Quill turn away from the telephone. He went directly to his overcoat and hat, which hung from a hook on the door, and he put them on deliberately. Who was it, Doctor? What are you going to... But Quill didn't hear. Jim Cardamon made a move to stop him, but I put my hand on Jim's arm. It's silent. We watched Dr. John Quill walk out of the hotel. He looked neither to the right nor the left. He was gone. That was Hiroshi on the phone? I wonder. Oh, of course it was. We've got to follow now and see what... No, no, no. We won't do anything. We'll wait. This, all this seems like a bad dream. Now, Ginger's asleep. I, I don't think we should move. No, no, no. Let her sleep. And let's hope when she wakes up, she'll be her old self again. Yes. And what about Dr. Quill? He's gone, and in some strange way, he'll find Hiroshi. Yes, I suppose he will. Well, looks like the sleepless one has beaten us. But there's always another day, Jim. Maybe our luck will change. Well, it's been a strange few minutes in this Hong Kong hotel, but nobody is going to deal lightly with Arachi again, if and when they meet him. Dr. Quill decided to give himself up to his enemy and thus save Ginger. But now what? Stand by for more news. <laughs> 
Quake up a fright barking, it's a right back up and gun. Here's some quake with a bang bang. Run out of that step, bang bang. Say, gang, here's a list of winners of Huffman Bicycles in the big ABC contest. You ready? Elizabeth Red, Chicago, Illinois. James Todd, Skokie, Illinois. John O'Brien, Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. Alan Croker, Detroit, Michigan. Jerry S. Pearson, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dick Foster, Kansas City, Missouri. Leonard Eisen, Hoboken, New Jersey. Mo Berger, Brooklyn, New York. Barry Greenall, Woodside, New York. Billy Ocker, Cardington, Ohio. Howard M. Coleman, Providence, Rhode Island. Carol Willard, Youngstown, Ohio. Donald Gerard, Davisburg, Pennsylvania. Solomon Rudman, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Lorella Rivet, Beaumont, Texas. John Larry Clark, Chester, West Virginia. Judy McGowan, Appleton, Wisconsin. John Schubert, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Joan Avia, Watsonville, California. Reem St. Hilaire, Lawrence, Massachusetts. Anne Cunningham, West Springfield, Massachusetts. Robert Dickstein, Flint, Michigan. Ruby Rearson, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Carolyn Melville, Osseo, Minnesota. And James McKinley, Kansas City, Missouri. And be sure and stay tuned for Sky King, because you'll hear more names of winners of Huffman Bicycles. Carrie and the Pirates is dramatized for radio by Albert Barker, who says, There's a new day a-coming, and with it will come a new surprise, a new clue, and another chance to trace down Iraqi, to find Dr. Quill and rescue him. And it starts next Monday. Same time, same station. Carrie and the Pirates is directed by Wiley Adams. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.